From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. With government's approval, government is proposing to reduce the Cayman Islands' lenient admissible blood alcohol limit for drivers from 0.1% to 0.07%, all this to enhance deterrence against driving under the influence. The packed government has gazetted the Traffic Amendment Bill 2022 today to ensure that the proposed legislation gets the prescribed minimum of 28 days dissemination before being considered by parliamentarians in the next meeting of parliament this year. The proposed bill decreases the admissible limits of alcohol in blood, urine or breath during breathalyzing but leaves untouched current prescribed penalties and punishments for those who are convicted for contravening the current law. It also does not impact cases prior to the possible amendments to the Traffic Act, the 2021 revision, if MPs pass the bill in Parliament. The Cayman Islands' current maximum limit of 0.1% is among the most lenient thresholds in the world before one can be charged for driving under the influence. This new proposed limit of 70 milligrams of alcohol in 100 milliliters of blood will put the Cayman Islands ahead of the UK, the US, Canada and Jamaica, where the legal threshold is 0.08%. In Parliament last November, while dealing with the island's budget, Premier Honorable Wayne Panton indicated government's aim to lower the driving alcohol limit to address unacceptably high road safety issues on Cayman Islands roads, including fatalities. One of the solutions would be to lower the legal blood alcohol limit for drivers, he emphasized. The PAC government said that we were committed to tackling the alarmingly high levels of road safety issues throughout our islands. As a society... We have become too tolerant of drink driving and too many lives have been lost. The proposed limit brings us more in line with the modern world and we will continue to implement measures to encourage more personal responsibility. In fact, there is a Traffic Act Review Committee already established whose work will likely lead to further amendments to the Act in due time. These may include further strengthening of the provisions around driving while under the influence of alcohol. The bill now introduced also heeds public discussions about improving the safety of Cayman Islands roads. The current higher limit of 0.1% puts the onus directly on drivers, family and friends to ensure drivers do not drink and drive. However, government says an increasing number of road fatalities this year, already at 12 so far, underscores that drivers are disregarding alcohol's possible effects on driving. An investigation is underway after a man is seriously injured in a machete attack. Details from Radio Cayman's Paula Cal. Police got a report of a serious assault last Friday that occurred the day before. It was reported that the man was at an address on Shedden Road near Eastern Avenue when he was approached by another man known to him who struck him with a machete, causing injuries to his arm. He was taken to the hospital by private vehicle where he was treated for serious but non-life-threatening injuries and later discharged. Police say while officers were making follow-up inquiries, the suspect responsible fled the scene and is still being sought. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. Government says coming amendments would clarify limited liability companies' responsibilities. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports. One of the changes means existing LLCs would no longer have to file a certificate of amendment on membership changes with the company's register as one of the key proposed changes in the Limited Liability Companies Amendment Bill 2022. 
While changes would no longer be filed with the company's register, the amendment also would require LLCs to maintain, at their registered offices, the names and addresses of their members in their register of members and the nature of their voting rights, and to provide this information upon demand to the company's register. And lastly, because penalties for failure to provide beneficial ownership information are now covered in the Cayman Islands Beneficial Ownership Administrative Fines Regime, the amendment proposes to remove the penalties provision in the current LLC Act, thereby removing the duplication. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. Minister for Financial Services and Commerce, the Honorable Andre Ebanks, will present the bill at the next sitting of Parliament. Cayman's weather service may soon get a facelift. This report now from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. Government has issued a request for quotes for a Cayman Islands National Weather Service Operational and Research Center Sustainability Design Review. The tender says the Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency was formed to carry out concentrated actions to transform environmental systems and build capacity to anticipate climate risks and hazards, absorb shocks and stresses, and reshape and transform development pathways in the longer term that are of paramount concern. As part of this strategy, the ministry wants to provide the National Weather Authority a facility that, quote, best suits their needs and to enhance their ability to serve the public in an efficient and effective way. The ministry is looking for architectural consultancy services to assess and carry out recommended design changes for a new Cayman Islands weather station that will be located on Block 20E Parcel 356, which is in Georgetown. Work will include a main building, hydrogen building, and a 33-space parking lot. The submission deadline is September 6th. Find out more at cayman.bonfirehub.com. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Only five appearances are scheduled for tomorrow's bi-monthly meeting of the Central Planning Authority Board. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. Of the five pitches scheduled for tomorrow, only two of them face any opposition. The issue of parking and traffic is of major concern for folks living near the proposed application for a change of use from a house to a preschool on Denham-Thompson Way. The building is zoned low-density residential. The Department of Environment is also opposed to a land-clearing application off Willie Farrington Drive as the site includes tidally flooded mangroves. In their comments, the DOE says, quote, Justification for the land clearing has not been included in the applicant's submissions. Therefore, the DOE considers the proposal to be speculative clearing, adding it does not support speculative clearing of parcels prior to planning permission for development being granted. The other three appearances include an after-the-fact modification to the existing pool at a West Bay Beach South location, an application for a Savannah duplex, and a pitch for a Savannah pool and gazebo off South Sound. None of those projects face opposition from the public. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The public meeting starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow at the Government Administration Building. The regiment celebrates another group of successful recruits. CIGTV's Donna Bush reports. The newest recruits from the Cayman Islands Regiment Cohort 3 took part in the Passing Out Parade on Sunday. Attending was His Excellency Governor Martin Roper. The regiment is a great opportunity for people to learn new skills, receive high-quality training and discipline. It also allows private sector companies and public institutions to benefit from the skills they bring back to the workplace. 
The deputy governor, deputy premier, minister of home affairs, other ministers and dignitaries joined family and friends in witnessing the ceremony. Minister for Home Affairs, the Honorable Sabrina Turner and His Excellency handed out medals and certificates. Five regiment officers from Turks and Caicos also took the advanced course with the local cohort of men and women here in the Cayman Islands. That is CHTV's Donna Bush there. Cayman marks a day celebrating young people. I take this opportunity to wish our young people a happy International Youth Day. International Youth Day celebrated on the 12th of August is a day to recognize the importance of our young people and raise awareness that they hold the key to our future. The Honorable Bernie Bush tells CHTV this year's theme of intergenerational solidarity, creating a world for all ages, can be simplified into three words, dialogue between generations. Our policies and programs affect our youth, so our progress as a nation cannot be achieved without decision-making across all ages. International Youth Day was observed on Friday. And finally in the news. The 2022 Miss Teen Cayman Islands contestants take a tour around Grand Cayman during a motorcade Saturday, promoting the final night of the pageant, which is scheduled for this Saturday, August 20th at the Lions Center. The five young ladies were transported to scheduled stops around the island in jeeps, meeting with members of the public and garnering support for the upcoming pageant. The motorcade is just one of many activities the contestants have participated in throughout their journey. They've also engaged in public speaking and runway training, media interviews, tours, and community activities. The contestants are vying for the crown and title of Miss Teen Cayman Islands, an education scholarship sponsored by the Ministry of Education, in addition to a number of awards and prizes. Reigning Miss Teen, Isaiah Thomas, will crown her successor at the 41st annual pageant under the theme Blooming with Grace at the Lions Center. Show begins at 7 p.m. For all this and more, you can check out Miss Teen Cayman Islands on Facebook as well as Miss Teen Cayman on Instagram. And that is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm Shanda Gallego.